Hello everyone, welcome to Bees in a Pod. I'm your host Mo. I'm co-host Mesh. And we are here with a rare specimen, a rare beast, Marwan Al-Messiah. Hi. Marwan, who are you? <laughs> Marwan. He's Marwan. So Marwan is, uh, just full disclosure, this is my brother, uh, blood brother. Uh, we don't look alike, but that's because he's he's secretly adopted. Uh, so Marwan has had an interesting journey here I'll let him introduce himself properly in a moment But just some background Marwan uh, currently is our content creator So all of the amazing uh, videos you see on our TikTok and Instagram are him um, He was a former young person He actually joined LIC I think if you go on our YouTube And you go deep You deep dive into the YouTube You're going to see a uh, <laughs> <laughs> I already know what videos he's talking about <laughs> there's a there's a video from a uh, an, a, a community event where Marwan is um he's got like vampire makeup or something <laughs> when he was like seven years old um but yeah so Marwan's been around for a while uh but he formally joined uh B Leaders and the rest is history so Marwan give us a little insight into who you are your 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 journey with lic up until now so i joined b leaders in 2019 and then lockdown came so then it extended into 2020 and then everything was just online and it was it was all right but we, everybody in the group just enjoyed it more face to face everybody was complaining they're like i don't like these online sessions mm. it's way better face to face because i can actually know the people and then we went on our residential. Oh, the infamous re- was that? Did I go? Did I come with you guys? Yeah. No, you came on one day, and oh, then yeah, you that's just right. went. That's you right. came, got your footage, and went. Yeah, for some reason, I was not allowed to to attend the residential, <laughs> so I, I drove down. I drove down for one day. This place is quite far. It was in Hindleep, wasn't it? Yeah, it was far. It was like an hour and a half drive. It's not bad, but bro, it was still long. Um, so you guys had like your whole your whole thing was online, right? Half of it, no, like we introduced, we saw each other face to face, um, like for like a couple of sessions and then lockdown hit and then everything just went online. Um, how was that? It was weird because I was still used to it because of school. Yeah. Actually, no, I wasn't because I didn't start college until the September after. So when did you, how old were you when you joined? 16. So what you were in? Just year? right after, right after year 11. Okay. So I joined in year 11 and then. Yeah, it was just very weird because mm. I wasn't used to online things, like online face-to-face kind of things yeah. like that. What, what was it like moving from online to in person? It was weird because you still had to do the social distancing with everybody. Yeah. Job was shouting at us, hey, get away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Wear your masks. <laughs> it, was, it was still very weird to get used to it. Yeah. And was it, how was it like um, like interacting with, with the other people on the uh, on the course? compared to online because before that you guys never met each other in person right no we did not and half the people didn't have their face like the camera showing so i didn't know what they looked like either oh so yeah that's well, right i knew the names online was the time where no one like the videos were off mute everything so you wouldn't even know if they existed <laughs> i knew and the voices but like, i didn't know what they looked like it was only that's if crazy. they put strict measures in like that they want to physically yeah. see your camera on like Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, you're sleeping that. and it's just in the background. 
<laughs> you know, it was funny with when I mean funny in a in a dark way because you know during COVID every yeah everything had to be digital. But I re- do you remember we were doing boxing classes? Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so, we were just doing boxing classes. Yeah, <laughs> I think Mo's got a video of me. I do. I just do. doing boxing in my sitting so, room like this. It was all boxing via Zoom. And, <laughs> it was uh, so weird. Yeah, the instructor was at home, and he was like, "Okay, one, two, and, Mar- and I just got a video of Moro on here. He set up the camera because I made him do it because um, it was we wanted it was part of a thing we were doing called Be Active. Yeah, like it was an online campaign to make to try and help people stay uh, healthy and and, yeah. and active during the lockdown. And yeah, I made I was like, "Listen, you have to take part. You have to." <laughs> Uh, and we set up the cameras. I was just modeling like his, yeah, his, his laptop. And he was just like, one, two, three. That was that was a weird time. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was it was in, it, it was weird. Uh, but yeah, so so you you joined, you came in person, and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, you meet people that you don't even know what they look like. So, yeah, it was very weird. But but did you, was it quick to kind of you had, your group was really good. Your group was super, very very sociable. It was good, but it still got a bit of time to get used to mm. actually speaking to somebody face to face, other than your family. Again, yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah. Have you? Did you feel like you lost the sense of your social skills because of hundred percent be, being 100%. in your home in your behind 100%. four walls? You just like. In lockdown, I was just stuck with my family and like talking yeah. on PlayStation with my friends, so I was yeah. just used to that. And when yeah. I was speaking to somebody, I was stuttering. Like, <laughs> it was, it was scary. I, th- I think we might have a video somewhere. I don't think we've uploaded it. But I think I filmed the first session they had. And it was, I can't lie, it was mad awkward. But w- what can you expect? Yeah. It was crazy times. Man, so, so um, all right, so talk us through from that point. So you've, you've joined Head Start Action. How long were, so you, how long was the full course? You one year and a half, I think. Year and a half. Because you, your guys, your one was a bit longer. I think our one was extended, yeah. Yeah, so talk, talk us through. So you, you got, you got up to um, Head Start Action. Uh, you come out of, come out of lockdown, you're in person. So continue your journey from there. Yeah, so at that point, I wanted to pursue a career in law. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I slowly realised, because I was doing it in college. Okay. And I found it very interesting. And then the more and more Mo was like talking me through the camera and media and stuff, I was just like, mm. you know what? I might be good at this. I'm pr- very Since I was young, I was used to being on camera because it's him and my <laughs> other brother would just come up to me randomly, just start recording me. Like, do something funny, man. Do something funny. <laughs> I can't express I have so much footage of him. I have so much. I have footage from him from when he was a baby up until now doing weird stuff. Cancelable so that- stuff. Oh, weird 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 things he was a weird child yeah he's still a weird adult (laughs) (laughs) so i just i've got used to being on camera since then and then i was like let me just try out the social media thing and then yeah um what was it my second year of college i started doing volunteering here with the camera my phone and stuff like that and then Towards the end of my second year of college, I started making videos that actually went up on LIC. Mm. And then I came and spoke to Saeed and stuff. And then I got my role here as a content oh, nice. creator. So I just you, want, you I w- got a job through credit, not your brother. Exactly. Just I, wanted to cl- yeah. I wanted to clarify yeah, that. That's through credit. There was I had no to prove nepotism myself. involved. I, I stayed clear of the process. And also, he earned, you earned your place. Because we made the same offer that we gave to Marwan in terms of... Um, you take part in the sessions, you volunteer, you do some filming, we'll pay you. We gave the offer to everyone. He's the only one that took it up. 
everyone else ignored it. So I know some of you are listening. Look, it's peak now. It's peak. Modern's getting paid. Some of them are my friends as well. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. sending this video to you straight away. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we, you know, you know, he got, and he's still, and he's here. It's too, uh, a year now. It's a been year. a year. Yes, last two. No, October was a year. Yeah. So yeah. he's been here. Yeah. He's living been, proof that grab the opportunity exactly, while it's there. Exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah, the content's just been. I think if you look over the last year, the content just getting better and better. Uh, and now we're here now. Reasonable mm. nice Reasonable Yeah I'm gonna get you ready To start <laughs> To start uh, editing yeah, these, do, these long videos Yeah Oh I'm yeah down. Oh yeah I'm down um, But yeah So now Now Maron's here So he's um, yeah, He's our content creator He's been here for a while now And yeah I'm looking forward to Seeing what's next So what What, what are you doing So you said That you changed your mind From law And you wanted to look Into content production yeah. So what's happening now So I, I, If Media didn't work out for me I was gonna just pursue being a paralegal mm. so i wanted to do that just as i think it's a two-year course yeah you do your two-year course and then you become a paralegal so i wanted to do that but media's worked out for me so so you're studying that at uni now yeah you? i'm doing media and communications in uni how are you finding that have you learned anything anything useful no it's mostly just theory <laughs> it's just theory and it's like it's not even new theory it's old theory how when media first started mm. out some interesting things so you're you're in an interesting place now because you similar to kind of what me and Homaro were doing where we joined part took part of the program and now you're working for LIC you're getting older now you're almost hitting 20 you're leaving your teens no longer a teenage baby anymore um how so from your kind of perspective as a young person like what do you think are the biggest uh challenges that face young people right now so someone you I think literally like your age I mean I, I guess take us through maybe some of the challenges that were the young people facing while actually COVID's a bit different. I can't even yeah. say while you were 16. <laughs> no, everyone, it's a different world. Yeah, it was different. I, let's I let's just stick with just now. COVID wasn't specific doesn't count. to young people. To young yeah. people I mean, it was, well. it was, I think they had their own challenges, but I guess right now, if you could kind of go through a few, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges? I think definitely for one is just not taking the opportunities that are there. Mm. Cause I know Tower Hamlet is just, very pick and choose. Yeah. I think people just need to take the opportunities when they're given, when they're mean, given it. What do you mean it. pick and choose? Like I know people, they have the opportunities there, but they would rather just go off and do something else. Mm. Try to find their own way there. But okay. if you've got the opportunity in front of you, I'll say take it. No matter, yeah. actually it does depend where it is, but. Yeah. So what, what other kind of challenges do you think young people generally are facing? What challenges, when I say you're a young person, so look into your immediate future because you're, 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 you've got two more years at uni or one more year at uni? One more. One more year at uni. So you're almost like done. Mm. You have to, you're going to be an, a, a full-fledged member of society and you're going to have to deal with some of the realities that come with that. I think it's definitely experience because one of the harder things is you can't get a job without experience. But when mm. you're 16, you can't get experience. You can't get work experience. We offer that here at LIC, so. <laughs> that's right. That's um, be leaders, isn't it? Yeah, be leaders. So... That's that's what I'm saying. B leads actually helped me, so I got experience in here mm. at LIC, and yeah, just at LIC. Yeah, but a few of our other young people. So I think when he joined again, he he joined just as these programs were starting to get um, their foot in. And but after his his cohort, we started because of his cohort actually because of the success of his cohort, yeah. we managed to go to other organisations like BMP Paribus and Barclays, Barclays JP, JP Morgan, Shred, um, Hill. Hill, BPTW, 
uh, all these amazing organizations young people are getting work experience there a few of young people are doing apprenticeships now i think was nisa in your group yeah she was so she's she's doing apprenticeship no no she wasn't she, she was, was in the, the, the one after the me one after yeah um she's doing an apprenticeship i think mm-hmm. at, at, at hill uh, we've got a few people man that are doing that, that are doing really well um yeah so so yeah experience is a rough thing it's very know, rough because you can't get any job without any sort of work experience like even a retail job you go in, they're like, oh, do you have any experience in retail? You're 16, you don't. But even with retail, man, like you, you, can, you can obviously have a, I mean, you're limiting yourselves in terms of your career. So you can make money, you can make a career out of retail, but not everybody wants to do that. Yeah. What about young people want to pursue content creation or, or law? Law's a crazy one. Like that, I, I don't know how you even get around to getting work experience of law as a young person just trying to expose yeah, it's, you. I think, it relates to connections. Mm. A lot of people who are in that sector will often need to rely on family or friends who are, right. who are in that in the sector themselves, who have a uh, an office or a place yeah. like come and work with me on some of these things to just get an exposure yeah. to to mm. the field. Um, that might be the case for most roles. But then you roles. see, but that's where um, when it comes to racial equity. Like this is a big thing that we're trying to overcome. And when it comes to specifically racial equity, because I mean, race and and class are intertwined when it comes to some of the issues that we're facing, but especially young people now, um, tied exactly to what you're saying. People that have family that work or own or are in a big position, especially like the legal field, some of these competitive legal, medical, um, architecture, yeah. these specialized fields they tend to be white middle class or or richer and people from our backgrounds often don't have that foot in the door so yeah. a lot of these work experiences are not made available to us when you go to school to get work experience it's not often in places that are relevant to you you get in some random no. place i think yeah. in when i was in secondary as well you had to find your own work you experience. find your own exactly yeah, so, how, help you so how is that work, how is that fair how is that yeah. fair? Because if you haven't got an uncle or a dad or a family friend who works in these places, how are you going to get a foot in the door? I think that's what that's what LIC are trying to do. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that's amazing. The yeah. LIC career fairs when I was a young person here, they helped a lot because yeah. the connections that I got from that, especially we had networking events in. So we, we had networking events in, I think, just after COVID passed. So they just brought us in extra doing networking events that helped with confidence, helped with boosting networks. And I still use some mm. of those connections to this day yeah. to find I, people. You know, I've noticed as well, definitely with the confidence thing, Maron used to be some awkward child. He was <laughs> 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 some awkward child. Yeah. Um, especially when he joined LIC, like I was really trying to, like we push all of our young people, push their boundaries all the time. I think it's one of the things that LIC does best. It's really important. They push my boundaries. Uh, but he was mad awkward. He just <laughs> did not know how to talk to people. He did not know. How, yeah. I talked to new people, had to network with new people. And um, the careers fair, all of these kind of things, I definitely it boosted I see a, it a lot. Yeah, I see a big yeah. difference. Yeah. Because now, like, he was at uni, he was messaging me, like, oh, we've got some people from Vice News here. I was like, yo, go talk to them. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, and he did chat to them, and they're interested. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll hopefully we'll see get them on the podcast. podcast yeah. uh, but he's out there making connections. You know what I mean, so well done. That's it. Yeah, well done. So Thank it's you. definitely, and a big you better journey. than any one of us will know his development. Yeah, as well. definitely. So, like you said, it's your brother, so you you've seen him behind yeah. closed doors how he is. But man, and everyone now, of the everyone of the team can definitely can definitely uh, attest to that. Job would attest to that. Saeed would definitely attest to that. 
Um, and yeah, it's like, it's, it's also making a point. It's not just you, it's all the, a mm, lot of the young everybody. people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing them making moves and they're like some young people that we've, that, that were joined in your, in your course. I know they were somehow more awkward and, and difficult around people than you. <laughs> and yeah. now they're doing amazing. Like I see them yeah. randomly. I see them like, you know, they're bubbly, they're, they're, they're personable and they're, they're making their way out in the world. Um, we, do you want another question? Uh, sure. Do you want another question? Mash, do you want to pick on, one? Go on, let's see. All right. Mash, while you're looking for that, um, yep. I've got a question for Marwan. All right. Um, Marwan, you were talking about Mind the Gap mm-hmm. uh, earlier, so speaking of that. Um, tell us about your experience about Mind the Gap and what it is. Yeah, so I took part in Mind the Gap in around 2020 to 2021. Um, we came in, did a little bit of painting with the elders and then we started breaking the ice and then we actually brought out the technology mm. we set it up for them started talking them talking through like how this works how that works um we connected them with their friends and family so they, they're able to talk with their friends and family when they're far away mm. um and yeah we bridged the gap between young people and elders how was that experience for you it was good because i didn't realize how much we have in common with the elders like what like, um, do you have any examples that you remember just like ideas that we have in this generation like the like the prices of things going up i don't know what the hell i'm talking about right now why are you putting so you this such remember. a hard question spot. man it's okay it's like, it it's was a, a while ago it was a while it's ago. Too long ago i'm trying to remember to see if i can remember any what what come to some of the similarities were i think a big thing was i think you know link link to that is like the struggle um yeah. because they were around during the, I wouldn't, I don't know if, they, if all of them were around during the Great Depression. Some of them were that old. Some of them were legit that old that they were around the, the Great Depression, at least as a child. But they definitely experienced economic hardships as you guys are, as we are. Yeah. Like times is tough. Times are tough. Uh, I think we're, Mash, you and I are lucky that we got social housing. I couldn't. Yeah. I don't think I. I could. I could definitely not. I was it. looking at like, pri- like the private industry, and to be basically, you would probably have to give your whole month's wage to be able to pay the rent. Just, just the rent. Just, just to stay there. Just, just the to rent. just the rent, um, because it can range from twelve hundred, twelve hundred to two. That I've seen places that two and a half to three thousand. Yeah. Now you gotta be earning ridiculous money to be able to afford that, first of all. Yeah. And if you were, then it's most likely something that you earn in a month. You have to blow it all on just having a place to stay, just having I, being I able do, to afford a home. I do wonder because I know they, um, pe- the older generation had it difficult, but I don't know if housing was their issue. Because um, speaking of, uh, uh, like, throwback to what we was talking about in terms of, um, challenges for young people now. Housing is going to be your, your yeah, biggest 100%. challenge. I, I don't, without, without social housing, I don't, I don't see many young people being able to move out. I definitely, I, I'm, I'm 28 years old. I'm on a decent salary. I could not afford to move out, not without going house with someone. And even then, um, I wouldn't have the, I wouldn't have money left over. I'd have to just keep working. Um, you probably definitely have to work. Um, now I think it's a standard for people to, to work multiple jobs. You have to. You yeah. have to. Well, forget about houses. Do you know how today it was that tough? My wife was asking me, do any of your friends have gym memberships so we can go halves with them? 
I, yeah. you know, it's men. Which is illegal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we don't, I don't know that. So, Which is illegal. Yeah. Thank you for letting me know. So, yeah, no halving gym membership. Nice. It's difficult. So, I, it's, uh, housing is the biggest one. But I, I, I like to wonder, like, with the older generation, and I don't think housing was their issue, but they had other struggles yeah. when it comes to, especially financial. Uh, I don't know if it was like yeah, with food Employment. maybe, because because social ha- they, they there was more social housing back then, because mm. there's way less now, like way less available. Yeah. People have bigger families now. Overcrowdings, especially in Tahanets, we overcrowding is mental. I know people who are have seven people living in a two bed house, standard. I think we all know someone yeah. who's who's living in those kind of conditions. Uh, and imagine as a young person, you're, we, I mean, we were overcrowded. It's mm. me, you, and Eamon in one room. I mean, we got along, so it's fine. But M- most of the time. Yeah, most of <laughs> the time. Most of the time. Yeah, yeah. There were some scraps. But, but no, but it was difficult. It was difficult, man. Yeah. Like, you were a bit younger, so I think your experience was a bit different. Me and Eamon, we'll get Eamon on the podcast, and he'll he'll testify to that. Like, Mash, I don't know if you were in Mate, the I had, at one point, yeah, eight of us in a free bed. And so I've got, like, there's five siblings yeah. all together with mine. So, and me, me growing up, I got lucky I'm the eldest. So yeah. I always had my own room. So I, I didn't okay. know the struggle for them. Like, yeah. I, you know, I was living like a king, but <laughs> my, my sisters and brothers, like I've got two brothers and two sisters in one room. Wow. And then, it got to a point where when my brother heard about my marriage, he was yeah. pray he was praying. <laughs> he was like, oh, can't wait till it gets out. And like, you know, but for the first year I was still in that house. Yeah. So then obviously my wife came in. So now there's eight of us in a free bed. It's wow. mental. And my brother every day is like, when are you leaving? When are you leaving? When can I get your room? When can I get your room? And then he's scrapping with my older sister, who's she's the next in line. She's never had a room for her, so she wants the room. room. So now everyone's fighting for this bedroom, you know. It's you know what? Where where I definitely think it's it's where it gets really difficult is with your kind of personal development, your professional development, and just your well being as well. Where do you have time to take care of yourself? Because you have no privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, man, I, I, I'm sure Eamon felt the same because me and Eamon were the ones we, we didn't get along at times because I think we didn't have me and Eamon, Eamon get along great now now that we've got a space we yeah. get along so much better um, but being in that close environment especially three men effectively sharing one room it, 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 I mean we got along for the most part which is good and I, I can imagine how difficult that must be with young people who don't get along so well with their siblings but even, you know, we got along for the most part and it was still difficult because you don't have your own space. You don't have your own, you know what I mean? When you want to chill in the evening after work or after after studying. Let me check the cameras. All right, I'm so paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> you found a good question. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a quick, there's a question within the question. That's question like within it. a question. Questionception. That's why I, like I like it. All right, then. All right, so let's move on to this more one. So... Do you believe that everything happens for a reason or do we find reasons after things happen? Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah. That's like saying the question within a question. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit of both because oh, this is a hard question to answer. Could you repeat it? Could you repeat it? 
Do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Or do we find reasons after things happen? I I side with the the first bit that everything happens for a reason because religiously I believe everything's up to the will of Allah like mm. my god everything's up to the will of him nothing happens without his say so so that's how I just live my life mm. I mean it's a good way it's a good way to live your life <clears throat> I don't even know how to respond to that yeah cuz um I think that's a question but, for all of us not just yeah. you one that's a very the reason tough what question. but what does I need to keep looking at this question because it's such a it's, it's, so it's a heavy do you question. believe that everything happens for a reason but finding reason is different than it being predestined right because God can can have things written for you yeah and you can accept that but that God's not giving you a reason yeah. you find it your, might link. you mm. interpret your reason yeah right so everything might have everything might be predestined but that I don't know if that's the same as it happening for a reason. Having a reason, yeah. Or like, because you know, reason, reason is subjective, right? Because God will know the ultimate reason, but you may never understand that. Yeah. So in terms of your experience, because let's take a real life kind of thing that might have happened to you. Um, it's what, I, guess, I guess this is like a, a matter of perspective because this is really kind of more um, when you start thinking about, okay, is it, like do you want to like Marwan you're saying like your approach is like you know I'm not even going to th- try and think about it it happened it, yeah. it must have happened for some reason because mm. the second part of it is more like if whether we want to find a reason for it yeah and to find a reason for something means you have to think about it I think a lot of the times that comes with if you have that introspection if you're the kind of person that really cause I'm definitely like that I I think a lot about why because that's the only, for me that's the easiest way of have, of dealing with things is I, I i like to think through it okay what what kind of bent like even if we're in this bad situations what are the kind of positives that you can find for this or has it opened the doors for something else will this mm. open the doors yeah. for something else will will you be able to gain something from it i think the biggest thing is like you know i think most something that's common with every single person in this world is dealing with um death right not mm-hmm. to take it that dark, but it's, I think it's the best thing to kind of relate with this, right? Because everyone will deal with it yeah. at some point on some level, even if it's like just a pet, right? On some level, someone you'll deal with death. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the implications that whether it happens for a reason, whether you find a reason and how you find kind of, um, you know, the passing of somebody close to you might be your way of kind of strengthening your emotional resilience right although it's sad that they're gone grief is a is depending on how you process it you can end up a few different ways but one of the kind of positive ways is you can come out a stronger more resilient person because you or someone with more appreciation you know what i mean that that person's passing would you say that that is a form of finding reason or yeah that's what i mean so i think that that in terms of the second part that's finding reason yeah I, I personally, I think that you find reasons afterwards. I think things are predestined mm. yeah. to an extent. I think where, where even religiously, where I'd, where I'd love to have a sheikh on here trying to explain yeah. this is something, no. like, something like parallel universes. Not to, I'm not trying to go on a tangent, but I'm just saying philosophically, right? Parallel, yeah. let's say parallel universes exist, right? Then that means that um, everything is predestined, but that also... 
uh, enables free will, right? Because it like means that, you, sorry, you have yeah. free will in yeah, this universe yeah, we do. to do whatever you want. But then where religiously you can find some harmony is in other parallel universes, things are predestined, but in different streams of time, right? So in that way, you can still find, I think it's still applicable religiously to find reason. Um, sorry, Mash, what were you going to say? No, so on, on the line of free will and um, des- destiny, I think they go hand in hand because something can be, pre- something is predestined, but where we have free will, we have a choice to kind of make a decision that might divert from what was already predestined. So this is something um, where in Islam, we call it Qadr, right? Um, but a lot of people might get Qadr confused because what what Qadr can make you think is, okay, well, how can we have free will, free cho- like choices to do as we please, but then everything's written, everything's mm. already destined. You know, that well, yeah. that sound like a contradiction. Yeah, right exactly. There, right? So that, that's where free will comes into play. So something um, might be destined for you, let's say. Let's say you got a million destined for you mm. in you know, in your face. It's, it's destined for you to get a million. But now <laughs> you have a choice. Let me go rob a bank and get a million pounds. Yeah, or yeah. let me make the choice of work, work yeah. hard, this build is myself how you in go a bank and get a million. And, that, and that's where free will you know, comes into play. It's correct making those me, I think you're, you, you're a lot more knowledgeable than I am religiously. One of my favorite quotes from the Prophet وسلم, was that um, somebody came to him and they kept, is the, the story about the camel where, um, you know, he keeps saying, oh, prophet, my camel keeps running away. Yeah. I've been praying to Allah that it stays, that it doesn't run away. Um, but, you know, it keeps going. What does this mean? And the prophet said, you know, uh, he's like, but I have faith in Allah that the camel's not going to go. And the prophet وسلم, said, um, uh, tie down your camel and then have, then, you know, yeah. uh, have faith. I, in Allah. I love that story. I love that story because it, it shows, it displays. You play your part and then God will play his part. Exactly. As well. you, but have you can't sit around your life, nothing. sit around yeah. doing nothing and think, okay, well, things are written for me. So if yeah, I stay exactly. at home, there's gonna money's gonna come in exactly. my bank. I'm I'm nah. gonna get a, a lovely spouse and a partner, I'm gonna get a lovely is, home. Yeah, like that the, nah. you know, and people it's, it's that's cro- where people and it's cross religion because in the yeah. I, I think this is from the Bible, but you know, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. Right? Same thing. I think that is in the Bible. Same thing. Yeah. Um and it's true. You know what I mean? It's, and it's, I think it's a beautiful thing because it definitely pushes like this harmony of, of your, you are responsible for your actions yeah. and you're responsible for finding reason yeah. um, and finding, yeah, reason for your, for your, for your actions, kind of trying to tie it back to the original, original for question. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we, should we end it there? Do you, do you want to, do you want to take one more question? I'll have one more question. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll try and let him speak this time. I think uh, we yeah. took it off him. Actually, I think the lo- I think if we're going to end on anything, we should end on something kind of related back to to LIC. Um, yeah. Well, what can we? I don't know. Say that relates to Marwan as well. His part in LIC. What do you? We spoke about his journey. What do you? Um, what do you value most about LIC? Not just for yourself, but also for what you've seen it do for others. Definitely helping the community. Everybody in the community knows about LIC. They come down, you know, 
we offer different services, coding classes. We have, but, but why? So I'm I'm not so much. I, we all know LIC offers amazing projects and services, uh, but I think the the thing I'm more interested in is, in, is why, like the kind of more personal and um, you know the, the the internal things, the internal benefits. Just makes you happy brings me mm. happiness and that's the best thing i could ever ask for mm. is happiness okay well he, he didn't dive into that as much as i nah, thought he would. yeah i thought it would have gone deeper, deeper than that he okay he found a shortcut happiness. <laughs> like yeah i'm happy let's see saeed i tried yeah, I tried. tried. I tried. I'm gonna have to. Young have to. <laughs> people always find a shortcut. <laughs> I guess work smart, not hard. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. Um, uh, you know what? I asked this question to Mash last uh, when we did our episode, but I want to ask you this: If happiness was the national currency, what kind of work would make you rich? Charity work. This work. I see. You oh, copied me here. Yeah, copied. No, I'm not copying you, but like charity work, helping other people. Yeah. That why? brings joy to everybody because you're helping somebody and you're also helping yourself spiritually. But why? I want to tell me more about that. Um, Have you ever had to think that far? No. Go, now's your time. Think that far. Like why, why does that, why does that bring you happiness? Because you don't know what situation they're kind of going through. Mm. That person you're helping might, you know, be suffering from a loss, might be financially yeah. suffering, but you help them. So how does that help you? Because I know that I've done something good for somebody and why? that just makes me... That makes you feel good? That makes me feel good, yeah. Well, why? Because I know they're not, they're not suffering as much anymore okay. because of me or um, because my... of the things that I've, okay, I've, I've provided enough. for them. I really want to... Because I like I like digging deep with this and it's a difficult question to kind of dive deep into if you've not thought about it i think it's definitely something everybody should really you should really reflect on why things make you happy and and why like you know to take that train of thought like i agree firstly i definitely think lic charity work helping others i personally never thought i would ever work for charity so never and now it's the only thing i want to do i i ref, i've i've kind of pretty much permanently we'll see you never know what the future holds but i i i, I don't want to do anything that doesn't um have a, a a direct um impact on the community in a positive way helping the community in some some form or fashion um and you know digging into that like for me the reason why yeah you're helping others but um for me the root comes down to you my principles um, and my my like you know that's not just religiously that's also kind of my my political beliefs political not necessarily meaning party aligned i don't align with any party at the moment um, <laughs> but kind of more for me, like cause for me personal principally i think the most important thing in any of our lives is community because we draw so much positivity from community it's so vital to our existence you know community is um it, it's a form of happiness it's a form of survival it's a form of learning you know what i mean we learn from each other building building relationships you know? everything and that's vital yeah. it's vital because you can't survive without it and for you know what i mean it goes deeper it goes into your well-being um your your kind of personal nourishment it nourishes you 
I mean, which is why, I, although it can be hard working at LIC, it's so the rewarding element of it is knowing that you're doing your bit mm. to better this country. Because we're in a tough state right now. It's a really difficult time. And what makes me kind of at peace is knowing that what we're doing, even if it's, I say just, it's not just for this community because there's hundreds of people, thousands of people that we've managed to help, right? But in the scheme of, uh, I don't know how many people are in this country, 60 million mm. people in this Around country. It. It's not that, it's not, it's, it's, it's not hitting it, but we're doing our part. And if loads of, if there's loads of Teviot centers, loads of LICs around the, the country doing their bit, then we're all good. That's the whole thing. You know what I mean, everybody does their bit. And that's what, for me, that's what's important because you're doing your bit and you're endorsing it. So for me personally, when I do something or if I'm going to take part in something, I see it as, as an endorsement. And for me, an endorsement means I think everyone else should do this. Um, yeah, what, what, what do you think of that, Nash? I think you guys spot on. Yeah, mm, spot Utilize on. Your, your, your youth centers around you or your spot just centers on. around you. Yeah. And if you don't have one, do something like, you know, you get, get to find know the your, closest one, find the closest, or, or, you know what I mean? Um, rally with your local housing association. They got money. These people got money. The amount of rent that they're taking from us, they got money. <laughs> talk to them, talk to them, get a bunch of your residents, a bunch of your neighbors together, families, friends, go to them, write them a letter, do some meetings and say, look, we want to do something. I mean, one of the things I've been frustrated with in my local area, because I don't have a something like right in my in my block, but um, one of the things I've been writing loads of letters, which have, they're just blanking me, my 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 landlord, is I want we've got loads of patches of like grass and like random trees around in in our in my block. Yeah, and I've been writing them letters saying turn that into like gardening, like something for where people can grow things. Wow, I mean. Like it, it's just wasted space. We have so much green space and places we can we can farm things. Just, just you know, it's one thing. I don't know if there's something legal that stops people from doing this, but for me, a frustration is like, especially when you see new developments, they just put random bushes and trees around. Why don't you plant like a? Yeah, fruit I don't bush? understand that. Yeah, I, I don't get in that. In front of I, our house, oh my house, I don't as get well. that. Just, just around there, just around this yeah. Tevia side as What's well. What's the point like of it? All the exactly. Bushes, all why, bushes. why not use things that you can eat? Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. herbs, fruits, vegetables. Why can't you plant like? Why can't you plant a rosemary bush? Rosemary bushes are like um, they 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 just they grow exponentially. Mm. You know what I mean, once they've rooted and they've turned into a bush, it's always there. We've got one outside of the center. Um, I think it's rosemary or thyme. Um, and yeah, that bush never goes. Like whenever I need, I don't buy, I, I, I swear, I don't buy rosemary or thyme. I just pick it from there. Um, but that's what we should, we should have more of that. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Man. Anyway, should we end it there? Because I'm quite hungry. Same. Yeah. I think it's lunchtime. All right, Marwan, do you have yes. any parting words, anything you want to promote? Do you want to promote yourself, your services, what you're good at? Um, I'm good at marketing and advertising, photography and videography and editing, anything to do with marketing and also utilize your centers. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, 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 and by oh, the way, uh, let's just, I just want to remind people, you know, our, our producers, Community Tales, you work for them, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. They're a great company, aren't they? They're such a good company, man. High Amazing. quality work. They always... High quality. Uh, you yeah. know, they, they, they put community first. They always think about your community and of what course. your angle is. So if you are interested in, in anything like that, you should hit up our producers. And, uh, I mean, I have no boundaries, whatever. 
Yeah, so Maron's actually, I do have available. a few boundaries. He does. He's available for hire. But yeah, thank you so much for, for spending. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for um, having me. How about all, the outro? Yeah, well, I need to remind people, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, Actually, let follow. me, let, this is my, this is my uh, thing. Sure, all right, let, let's let Maron Let's do. let the content create this bit. Thank you everybody for watching. Make sure you like, follow and share. And um, please be sure to DM us if you have any questions or you want to join any of our courses. Thank you. And, and if you want to join the podcast, yeah. um, if you go on our link in bio, we've got a guest submission form there. So nominate yourself, nominate someone else. Uh, but for now, I've been Mo. And I've been your co-host, Nash. And thank you for watching. Be Be in a a That's so cringe, isn't it? <laughs> 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 <laughs>